Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was actually going through the most difficult time in my life when we did Chibamato. And I wasn't able to talk about it because band was so much about happiness and fun. Hello and welcome to another episode of Live Through That, the companion podcast to my book where I look at influential 90s musicians and where they are today. I'm Mike Hippel and on this podcast we'll dig a little bit deeper into a pivotal moment into the lives of some of the artists I feature in the book. You can get yourself a copy of the book now by using the promo code PODCAST15 to get 15% off. You can find that link on the main page of this podcast. Today's guest is Yuka Honda from the band Chibo Mato. One of the most memorable shows I've ever seen was seeing Chibamato on tour for their first album, Viva La Woman, back in 1996. They did an encore, and it was a stunning 10-minute cover of Soundgarden's Black Hole Sun that ended with the chant, Space is the Place, over and over and over again. It's kind of mesmerizing and very remarkable, and I'm never going to forget that. Yuka is bringing us two stories today, one talking about her time in Chibamato and the other talking about her beloved dog, Buttercup. The biggest change in event way, like in terms of event, that happened in my life was definitely Chibomato. And, and I wasn't expecting it to happen, even though I had been working with my musician friends to start bands and we wanted to become acknowledged. We wanted it to become something that we can do mainly in our life, you know, uh, not as something we do on the side. And I've done many things, but Chibamato was something I thought we, I was going to do on the side. And they, because I thought that, I think I felt very free with this. Did many things that I'm not supposed to do, which was using a lot of samples that are recognizable, um, saying things that you're not supposed to say, um, talking about food entirely, which was considered ridiculous at the time, and somehow doing all these things that we're not supposed to do took off. So that was a surprising change that I, even though it, was, it took me to the direction I was hoping to, 
I wasn't ready for Chibomato's uh, success. It's, I don't know, it's success is a weird word. But um, to be able to become professional with Chibomato wasn't something I was uh, imagining to happen. So that gave me a career as a musician, which I didn't know that I was going to become a professional musician either. <laughs> I thought I was going to become a writer and I was more interested in working with words. But since I came to New York, America, and kind of had to speak, live my life in speaking in English and not so much in Japanese anymore, my writing thing was floating in the air and I think they all got uh, transformed into my music production. So Chibamata was pivotal moment in that way that was... Um, that changed my life in a big way. Um, but then um, for me, more important thing for me was for me to, um, well, the change I wanted in my life is for me to feel okay about myself or feel, you know, the aspect of life to feel better. And that didn't happen until very recently. <laughs> And I, I find it really interesting because you named this book Live Through This. Uh, I imagine you based it on a famous album from 90s. But uh, my 90s experience really felt like that. I lived through it, even though probably my image by doing Chibamato was kind of happy-go-lucky. I was actually going through the most difficult time in my life when we did Chibamato and I wasn't able to talk about it because band was so much about happiness and fun and, and transforming also a difficult thing in life into fun and have sense of humor about it was a very important aspect of Chibamato. So I never really talked about my true private life where my ex-husband was experiencing brain damage and um, we were dealing with him losing his physical ability. And my mother got cancer. And somebody who I thought would live until 200 years old was um, facing her mortality. So I felt like I'm having to carry this art project with that contained my image um, with happy face while I was also experiencing the big struggle in my life. And this kind of traumatized me <laughs> trying to live this double life without, I, was, I wasn't that conscious of having double life, but I did think about it afterwards, how I, it really felt like I'm living through this heavy air and, and pushing it every day uh, to make it work. I really experienced this and I, and I would like to share it with you. It's going to sound a little bit um, a little bit supernatural or... <laughs> I don't know. It's it's not 
it's going to sound like something that I'm not, but uh, I've experienced like weird mythical experience in my life twice, big time. Um, once was when I was coming to New York uh, when I was really young and, and I didn't have any plan to come to New York and I met people musicians from New York visiting Japan and they said oh why don't you come visit New York kind of in a way that you say to anyone that you meet while you're traveling but I somehow felt like I heard quote unquote God's voice which is kind of like um, I'm saying metaphorically I wasn't thinking like I'm hearing God's voice but I really felt like I was hearing maybe my inner voice or something that was telling me, go to New York, go to New York, even though I was never interested in New York. And I listened to this voice and came to New York without having a purpose to come to New York. I just followed my intuition, I guess. And this thing that happened this year was kind of also strange like that. And I know there must be reasons uh, that are not so mythical, but what happened this year was I had this dog for the last 13 years uh, who I just, she was my beloved. I loved this dog very much. And she was very small and very weak, and very, but very sweet and had a very strong mind. And I was kind of going through a rough time 13 years ago when I met this dog. My mom, my mother had just passed finally and I wasn't having, I wasn't, I was going through some dog time and this dog somehow landed in my life. I didn't even buy it. Somebody else bought it and I became the one who took care of this dog and I inherited this dog and I took care of her for 13 years. And because she was kind of weak, she had a lot of illness. I sacrificed a lot of my social life and even some professional life to take care of this dog and dedicated my life. And she really taught me what is it to love. And she passed this June um, pretty fast. Uh, she kind of gave us a warning sign in March. She w we had to put her in the hospital. And she was old. She was 13 years old. So getting she was getting to the age that we sh were considering. We were aware of her mortality, but she still went pretty fast. And I felt, I knew this day was coming from the day that I, I inherited her, but it was still devastating. But also it just kind of gave me a strange positive light, which I can't explain what it is, but I became very free, first of all, time-wise, because I was not not taking care of this dog anymore. But I also really felt like I inherited her personality, which she was very strongly happy, no matter what the situation was. She never whimpered and uh, very friendly and very social and very confident in, in terms of her presence she just was a very loving dog and uh, maybe I idolized her very much and kind of wanted to become like her I was learning things from her I don't know what it is 
But after she passed, I have kind of became very happy, and I, which I don't know how to explain because I am very sad about her passing, and I still cry. Maybe a couple times a week, I have this moment that I break down and really I'm sad. But the rest of the time, I am happy. I'm not depressed anymore. And I feel good about my music. I feel good about my production. I feel good about my life. I can explain this really well to people who knew my dog before because she had a very special personality. And and when I say I inherited her personality because she was so such a beam of love and and so social and uh, accepting everything she would accept uh, many difficult situation and be kind of okay about it and I'm kind of a very sensitive person in a way that sometimes little thing can affect me um and it's good in terms of me being an artist, but it, it can make it difficult in a social situation. And I'm very grateful to inherited her personality like this. And, and now I have a, a lot of new worlds opening up for me and very I'm very excited about life. Thanks for sharing those stories, Yuka. And now on to some of what is currently inspiring her today. Well, what's currently inspiring me is nature is kind of like something that I've always known in my entire life. And I grew up in countryside, so I was always close to nature. But now that living in upstate, I'm, and I never knew that New York had this kind of wild nature uh, until I moved here, I just thought upstate was this kind of like extension of Hamptons <laughs> and the real nature exists in redwoods was my uh, knowledge before, which I was completely wrong. Uh, incredible nature exists in New York State and it's very deep and so many animals live here. And so my life is... Uh, not just my life, but everybody's life here is based on nature. Uh, we have to think about the weather every day and, and prepare for it. You have to think about the weather a week ahead and prepare for it. You have to plan things based on the weather seriously. And and then you have this joy comes from nature and then uh, because you can plant things and, and put your hands in soil and smell it. And then, uh, then also the nature can destroy your house. The tree can fall on your house and destroy your months. And um, <laughs> it's wild. You know, I lived in New York City for the last 30 years thinking about other, other people. You know, that was my surrounding, other people and what other people are thinking and, and what other people are doing. And this is really shifting my view of the world. And when you live here, you do, you know, you have to think about other people. I mean, their politics and things you need to do. But it becomes secondary. 
which was very eye-opening. That's really vibrant for me and, and growing plants and growing, also watching people grow plants, watching people grow vegetables. It's kind of basic, um, I guess, but I didn't really experience it until now. And it's so powerful to me. But I do love the city, and, and I think I can enjoy it here because I do get to go there. Um, I have a friend who lets me stay in, in his place, and all my work is in New York. So I, love, I do love the city. My friends are there. But I, am, I, I think it's very important for me to be in a place that inspires me, and, and that's not the city right now. And that's it for today's episode. Please be sure to also check out my book, Live Through That, available everywhere now for more stories and photos. Remember, you can get 15% off using the promo code PODCAST15 by ordering at the link on the podcast page. If you like this show, please subscribe so you'll know when the latest episode comes out. We're taking a break next week, but we'll be back in March with brand new episodes. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.